Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now for our story. When Aunt Mary left the little farmhouse on Willow Road this morning, her niece, Peggy Douglas, had been sitting alone in her bedroom, listless and empty-handed. Ordinarily sunny and cheerful, for once the young girl was unable to shake off a mood of defeat. After the misunderstandings, the delays, and postponements, she and Bill Mead, the man she loved, had at last looked forward to marrying. And then their plans had crashed. For Bill was under the shadow of suspicion, suspected of being involved in the attack on Mario Descari's wife. Carla Descari was recovering in the hospital now. But she refused to tell who injured her, and Mario had disappeared. And so Aunt Mary's attempts to reassure her niece this morning hadn't met with much success. Well, now, as Mary Lane leaves Sheriff Goodwin's house after making her weekly egg delivery, she notices the sheriff himself coming around the corner of the house. Good morning, Sheriff. Oh, hello there. Well, how are you this morning, Mary? Bright and early, I see. Early, Sheriff? Why, 9.30 seems like the middle of the day to me. I'm inclined to agree with the poet who said, the sweetest moments are dawn. Sweetest moments, eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm afraid that's an idea that's going out of fashion. <laughs> Not for the farmer, Sheriff. That said, maybe you wouldn't know, being a city dweller. Yeah, some city fellow I turned out to be. By golly, Mary, I often wish I'd followed in my dad's footsteps instead of setting myself up as a guardian of the law. Well, Sheriff, every job has its handicaps. A flock of chickens can be mighty irritating sometimes, too. 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 And on the other hand, or care. No, Mary, I think right now I'd be very happy to trade a hundred Rhode Island Reds for one ticklish case of law infringement. You mean the discovery case? Carla? Yeah. Have you gotten any further on the case, Sheriff? No. Then... Carla still says she doesn't remember what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That girl won't open her mouth, Mary. All she does is pester me about Mario, where he is and so on, as if I knew. 
No word from Mario yet? No, not a trace of him. But it seems so odd. What with all the means you must have for locating a person. Uh-huh. Sure does. But after all, we haven't any charge against him. Of course, that makes quite a difference. Yes, I suppose you regard his staying away as an indication that he is guilty. No. No, not necessarily, Mary. There are several other possibilities, too, you know. Such as? Well, Bill Mead might have had a hand in Mario's disappearance. Oh, but that's absurd. Maybe. Why, that boy just isn't capable of doing a thing like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary, I sure hope you're right. Sheriff Goodwin, I know my niece's fiancé as well as, as I know my own son, Randy. If Bill tells me he's innocent, I know he must be. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you feel that way about Bill. But, Mary, at the cost of your considering me a hard-hearted, stubborn, mean old puddinghead, I must say I wish I could be as sure of that as you are. Aunt Mary continued on her delivery route, her face anxious as she acknowledged to herself that she'd be unable to give Peggy the good news she'd hoped to on her return. And shortly before noon, Sheriff Goodwin, also filled with misgivings, entered a little coffee shop near the square. The sheriff sat down at the counter, gloomily ordered a cup of coffee. He didn't see Ben Calvert sitting a few stools away. Hello there, Ben Goodwin. Hmm? Oh. Hello, Ben. Mind if I move over and join you? Of course not. Mad. Hey. Hey, you look like a fellow who's in trouble, Bill. Anything wrong? No. No, I'm all right. Sure of that? <laughs> you look like the picture of gloom, old man. I'm a little off my feed, that's all. Something I ate. That's kind of hard to believe, Bill. Ever since I've known you, you've had a constitution like a horse. Mm-hmm. Well, getting old, I guess. Maybe. But somehow I have a notion there's more on your mind than you'd like to admit. That gives you that idea, Ben. Why should there be? Oh, I don't know. I understand you had your hands full lately. Yeah? That's dark around town. Been quite a lot of speculation, too. Speculation about what? No use trying to play innocent, Goodwin. You know what I'm getting at. Come to think of it, that's a funny thing to say to a sheriff, isn't it? <laughs> play innocent. Ah, uh, you seem to be feeling your oats, Ben. It is a riddle. Congratulations. Thanks. Seriously, though, I can't say I blame you for being worried. Mr. Scary Case has some nasty undertones. I never said I was worried about the Discari case. You didn't have to, Bill. Good heavens, I'm no fool, you know. No, Ben. You're certainly nobody's fool. I've thought about that case quite a lot. I believe I... Might be able to help you out on it. Hmm. You and everybody else in town, Ben. Gosh, there's more people in a helpful mood lately. And all they do is come up the works. Well, I can understand why the Lane tribe would be likely to get in your hair. Mm-hmm. Naturally, they have an axe to grind. Yeah. How come? Everybody's talking say? about it. Mm-hmm. Feeling around town seems to be pretty strong. What with Bill Mead running around scot-free? You don't say... Now, don't get yourself all up in the air, Bill. I realize what you're against. But just the same, people wonder what you're waiting for. Why you don't take some action. Action? What's the matter with this town? They want me to throw Bill Mead in jail without sufficient evidence? Just because there's been gossip about him and the Discari girl? 
I'm no lawyer, Goodwin. I wouldn't know exactly what you mean by sufficient evidence. But from what I do know, I'd say there's quite a lot of evidence against me. Now, look, Ben, you know enough about law to understand we don't arrest a guy simply on the basis of a lot of rumors. That's what you're referring to? Yeah, I'm not talking about hearsay. Far from it. No, I'm basing my statement on the strength of talks I've had with Mario Descari myself. You don't say. Well, it's different. At least then it's not speculation. That your boot is not. I hate to say this about anyone. Heaven knows I'd be the last person to want an innocent man punished. Not if he was innocent and could prove it. But to tell the truth, Goodwin, I happen to know that Mario Descari was fighting mad at Bill Mead. Note for a fact. You mean over his wife? Yes. And from what Mario said, he had good reason. You'd be willing to swear to that, would you? Certainly. If it would help to make sure the right person was brought to justice. Here's the way I look at it. I'd much rather believe some tramp broke into the scurry that day. Knocked Mrs. Descari down when she surprised him, maybe. Then you could nab this tramp, arrest him, and go on from there. The townspeople would feel better knowing the guilty man was in custody. They don't like things the way they stand, you know. Yeah, I know. They're crying for blood and they want me to give it to them. Whether I have any facts or not. Can't blame them, can you? After all, if things like this can happen once, a brutal affair like this thing at Escaris, why, they can happen again. People get uneasy. They're likely to get the idea that you don't know how to handle your job. Is that so? I'd like to see anyone else do better out of a muddle like this. Nothing to go on. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Goodwin. I want to help you. And if it's factual, you can take my word for one thing. Bill Mead knows a lot more about what happened than he's admitted. You can bank on that. And if you know what's good for you, you'd better find out what it is. Sheriff Goodwin looked moodily at Ben Calvert under his shaggy eyebrows. He wasn't overly fond of Ben, but on the other hand, he couldn't ignore what one of the most powerful men in Wakefield had to say. In spite of himself, in spite of his respect for Aunt Mary Lane and her conviction of Bill's innocence, he was wondering whether, after all, Ben Calvert might not be right. <laughs> 